introduce regular product giveaways happening here on the Jeep Talk Show every month and sometimes every week. The world's most downloaded Jeep podcast will be giving you, the listener, a chance to win serious gear from major companies that you know, love, and trust. You want a chance to win tires, suspension components, maybe more? Listen every week for your chance to win big. The Jeep Talk Show, the official podcast of Toledo Jeep Fest. Now, Toledo Jeep Fest coming up the weekend of August 12th, which is tomorrow. Because this is a big deal this week because it's going to be Toledo Jeep Fest weekend. you got to be there. What a great event. You don't want to miss. Go to ToledoJeepFest.com for more information. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. The Jeep Talk Show is the official Jeep podcast of Mr. Vanderquack. Quack. Keep listening for weekly updates about Mr. Vanderquack Quack. and his mission to help the children at St. Jude. Go to MrVanderquack.com. That's MRVanderquack.com. Quack, quack. I missed one. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wimby, there will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Chuck. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Nixon Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the Nixon Tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the Nixon Tire Rodian MTX at Nixon Tire usa.com oh my god chris we've been advertising for the toledo jeep fest for uh man about a month and a half maybe two months now and it's finally happening it's gonna start tomorrow yes i'm looking very forward to it i will be there on the 13th saturday so the day after tomorrow i look forward to meeting uh, listeners uh we'll have some uh, jeep talk show stickers to hand out to uh those folks who come out and say hey want to get some uh, photos uh get some selfies if that's still a thing with folks um <laughs> yeah, well, even if it's just selfies, love selfies yeah exactly exactly <laughs> might even have a selfie stick or two but uh yeah looking forward to it it's a great event i've been fortunate to uh have attended each uh each and every year i uh, started in 2016 with the i think the 75th anniversary of jeep if, if, that, if i'm not mistaken sounds right um and it's just it's grown grown from there i think it was it was one day in 2016 wasn't great weather unfortunately it is an, an outside event there is an indoor portion uh i know this year some more of the vendors will be inside so they're making it bigger and better on the inside uh with uh with the displays but the vendor midway it's uh, kind of a a SEMA-esque uh, event, if, if that's not too bold a statement to say, uh, right downtown Toledo, which uh, is a great uh, great little downtown. Um, they've got uh, minor league baseball, so the, uh, the Detroit The Mud Titans. Hens, yeah. Yeah, the Mud Hens are now going to be the, uh, what is it, the um, renaming the team. I'm, mud I'm Crawlers. Sorry. Yes, thank you, the Mud Crawlers for the weekend. Uh, but it's great baseball. It's uh, the uh, AAA team to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so with uh, some recent uh, trades and acquisitions, I know there's some some uh, household names that may or may not be on the field that weekend. So if nothing else, come out and check out a baseball game and yeah. check out some Oh, and, and I think you mentioned Jeremy Rowe, uh, who's been here on the show. And I've actually met Jeremy uh, in person at a Jeep event uh, just uh, north of Houston. 
Uh, he's going to be performing out there, uh, which is uh, which is a great deal. Jeremy has a a, a very popular song called Jeep Thing, uh, and uh, I think several of his songs are, are Jeep and off road related. So uh, he's right there in our our wheelhouse, our off roading and Jeep wheelhouse. You got to go over there and uh, go to Toledo Jeep Fest and uh, support Jeremy and make sure that if you if you uh, speak with Jeremy because he's very approachable, uh, make sure that you uh, heard about him on the Jeep Talk Show or, or even heard his interview. Now talking about the Toledo. Jeep Jeep Fest, uh, we uh, had Jerry Hubbard uh, on uh, uh, last week uh, on, uh, what was it? It was uh, August, uh, it was our roundtable episode, so it was uh, episode 652, so uh, August the 3rd, and we talked to Jerry quite a bit about the Toledo Jeep Fest uh, that was coming up. Jerry's uh, very much uh, a part of the Toledo Jeep Fest and has been, I I think, since it started about five years ago. Uh, and uh, so there's a lot of great information there about the Toledo Jeep Fest. If you're if you're waffling about going or not, you know maybe. And and if you're very close to the event there, I I say you know go because it's not gonna it's not gonna be a bad thing because there's gonna be a lot of jeeps there. And and I think it's SEMA esque as well, uh, Chris. But the <laughs> the great thing about it is, although SEMA is is very uh, there's a lot of Jeep going on at SEMA every year. Um, how much better is it when it's all Jeep? Absolutely, hundred percent Jeep, hundred <laughs> percent Jeep from the beginning. And uh, uh, Omix Ada uh, has always been a, a big supporter uh, of uh, Toledo Jeep Fest, and they have museum quality uh, Jeeps uh, representative of Jeeps as they left the factory eighty years ago mm-hmm. in the in the uh, the convention center. So that for me is is really really neat to see. If you want to see a jeep cj2a as it came from the factory you can see that there at toledo jeep fest yeah it's really cool and uh we've we've developed a relationship with uh, toledo jeep fest this year for the first year and uh, we're really excited about being a part of uh, Toledo Jeep Fest. I'm very excited about uh, having you go out there and represent us uh, at the uh, uh, Toledo Jeep Fest, Chris, uh, representing the Jeep Talk Show out there. And I think you're going to see more of the Jeep Talk Show at future Toledo Jeep Fest events. And and by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with this. Maybe you can't go this year. Uh, I know Chuck was wanting to go, uh, but he has a, a, a wedding that he has to go to, not his own, but somebody else's. And uh, we, we actually talked about this in a, in a prior episode. But uh, the Toledo Jeep Fest is held uh, like the, uh, I think, it, what was it like? Uh, Jerry was saying like it's usually the first weekend uh, of august is what they go for the or, or friday which is not technically a weekend although some people uh feel that it is uh so it, even though 2023 hasn't been set yet you might want to keep your calendar open for the first couple of weeks in august i think that's a fair thing to say absolutely i definitely block those two weekends out for sure yep so um, the uh, so the, interestingly enough, the, the first Toledo Jeep Fest, uh, a one day celebration in 2016, uh, was a unqualified success, bringing in an estimated 40,000 people to downtown Toledo. Can you imagine if we had on our very first episode of the Jeep Talk Show, we had 40,000 downloads, Chris? That would be huge. <laughs> Huge. It's like the 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 scene from Harry Met Sally is like I'll have what they which what she's having exactly. <laughs> so the 2018, 2019, and 2021 Jeep uh, uh, I'm sorry Toledo Jeep Fest events uh, each brought in more than sixty thousand people, including Jeep enthusiasts from all over the United States, Canada, Czech Republic, and Mexico. 
Uh, the District of Columbia and New Zealand uh, estimated economic impact for the 2021 event was $5.1 million. And as Josh would say, that's uh, that's uh, uh, an M with a B or a million with a B. Yes. <laughs> I always hate it when he does that. He just confuses people. <laughs> Attendees celebrated their love for Jeep and adventures way of life in the city where Jeep was invented. This is it, where Jeep was invented and where the heart beats every day, Toledo, Ohio. You know, I didn't realize this in, in when it was mentioned uh, on the uh, the roundtable episode where we were talking to Jerry. They were mention, mentioning Klinger from MASH. And I did not get the connection about uh, Jamie Farr with Jimmy Farr. The question was, will Jamie Farr be in in attendance for the Toledo Jeep Fest? And I'm like, "Uh, why? (laughs) And then, you know, I know Jamie Farr really from the one thing, the MASH. And then I got to thinking about it. I didn't look it up. I just got to thinking about it. I used to watch a lot of MASH. And I went, oh, wait a minute. That's right. I think Jamie Farr, or or Klinger, was uh, a big fan, uh, or was from Toledo, and was a big fan of a baseball team. It must have been the Mud Hens. Did you know anything about this, uh, this, Chris? I did, and actually, the reference I recall, Jamie Farr uh, being from Toledo, there is a very popular uh, hot dog restaurant, for lack of a better term, Tony Pacos, and he mentioned that in character five separate times on the TV show MASH, and I had a chance to, and I I would, um, not a sponsor, but Tony Paco, uh, that's a great, uh, there's several locations in and around Toledo, the original, and then there's there's, uh, some satellite locations, but that was the connection there that he mentioned that, and um, it's uh, very popular. You can have them. They will ship uh, it's a chili dog, a Hungarian style chili dog, a little bit different from the Detroit style Coney Island that we have, or the maybe the New York Coney Island. But that's a reference there. And um, yeah, Tony, Tony Paco uh, is uh, a restaurant there in Toledo, and that's the connection with Jamie Farr. So, Chris, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is there a possibility that you might be able to get over there to Tony Paco's and have a hot dog, maybe get some images, maybe uh, go go to the bathroom and uh, stick a sticker someplace, <laughs> a Jeep talk show sticker? <laughs> there, there is. There is. You don't have to twist my arm. Very, very good. And again, they're not a, not a sponsor. Maybe they will be at some point. But uh, yeah, if you get a chance, um, Tony Paco, I know there's a Tony Paco uh, stand at the ballpark at the baseball stadium, oh. uh, which is right in the heart of Toledo Jeep Fest. So if you go to the ballpark, go to Tony Paco uh, and get a get a hot dog. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, get back to uh, Tony Paco's. Well, I'm I'm actually on. I didn't know about this. I'm actually on the TonyPaco.com uh, website. That's Tony P A C K O dot com, and uh, I, I'm I'm looking at these pictures that are popping up here on the their website. And uh, like the first picture, it shows a, a lovely young lady, uh, like filling a a glass of beer. So, Chris, they've got beer there. I just want to want to mention to you they got they got beer there. So, uh, on top of the hot dogs, they've got beer. So, th- I'm pretty sure that means you'll be there. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And the um, <laughs> the uh, the Toledo Jeep Fest, the uh, city of Toledo has a neat program uh, for folks there that uh, do enjoy an adult beverage or two and want to watch the last year i think they shared with us tony they had 1400 plus jeeps in the parade so it lasts a good long time 
uh, within the downtown walking area in the ballpark, which is really neat about downtown Toledo, you can have open uh, open adult beverages, which is kind of rare, at least for cities in the Midwest, um, not promoting any drinking and driving. But if you're just out and about watching the parade, uh, there's it's permissible within the parade area and within the ballpark. So it's just really neat. It gives the city of Toledo and Toledo Jeep Fest a, a real um, concert type feel. You can have your adult beverage. You can go for a walk. You can watch the Jeeps go by. You can wave and uh, really check it out. So it's really, really neat what the city of Toledo does there. You know, I don't know if this is expensive for a hot dog. It's hard to keep up with inflation the way it's going, but I'm seeing here Paco's original hot dog, Hungarian dog, is $3.99. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> it's another $0.79 cents if you want cheese, which I think that's in, that sounds kind of high, but maybe that's how they uh, how they make it uh, make it pay for them. But uh, I certainly would, uh, tr- would try one of these. Uh, I mean, I really enjoy hot dogs, but it's so hard to find a good uh, and, I, and I'm going to catch some, some uh, shit for this, but it's really hard to find a good wiener <laughs> in a hot dog. <laughs> just, and, uh, you know, the, the, it's generally just uh, kind of a trashy meat and it, it doesn't, the flavor of it doesn't come across. So I'm always interested in trying a, a new hot dog, not a new wiener, people. I'm always interested in trying a, a new hot dog that I hear good things about because I'm looking for that that magical, wonderful tasting hot dogs. I, I love the idea of a hot dog. It just has to have uh, some some good meat in there. That's the, that's what you get at Tony Paco's, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that works out. And uh, but but anyway, the big thing is you're going to be there. You're going to be wearing a, a nice bright red uh, t-shirt. And and God is my witness, it was. Chris's choice. I did not force him into red. <laughs> Some people red. like red. <laughs> red Red Jeep Talk Show shirt, Red Jeep Talk Show hat, and I'll have uh, some Jeep. I picked up some Jeep socks on vacation recently, so I'll have some Jeep socks. So head to toe Jeep, Jeep Talk Show gear and uh want to you know meet uh meet some listeners. Uh like you mentioned, get some selfies, get some social media interaction and uh you know stick some stickers on some Jeeps if we can. Absolutely. That'll be great. Uh, and uh, your your box of goodies, uh, you should have that by now, That uh, the stickers and everything else. And I did put in some, uh, some Rat Bastard toe tags in there, uh, Chris. I can't remember if you had any already or not. Not a lot, just a couple, because I figured you'd have, uh, have some fun with those. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll put some toe tags on some Jeeps that might, may or may not have some ducks on them already. Uh, you can actually uh, turn the duck upside down and strangle it with one of the uh, toe tags. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's just some, there's a uh, love Allison and her whole uh, duck, duck Jeep thing. Uh, but there's, a, there's definitely a, an audience out there or a group of people that just absolutely despise the duck, duck thing. And, uh, but there's so many, so many more that really, really love it. And it's a good positive thing. Yes. All right, Chris. Well, we've got an interview that was really the whole point of this episode, but we've been having so much fun talking about Toledo Jeep Fest, and I'm very uh, enviable. (laughs) I'm very envious of you uh, being able to go to the Toledo Jeep Fest. I would love to go because, like I said, it seems like a SEMA event, which I have been been to a few times. Uh, but all Jeep and man, I mean, I can't think of anything better than that. So go over there. Uh, if you're going to the Toledo Jeep Fest, uh, I want you to ask any Toledo Jeep Fest official that you run across, where's Chris with the Jeep Talk Show? I'm looking for Chris at the Jeep Talk Show. 
because <laughs> that will be a good clue to them knowing that uh, the the word for the Tillity Jeep Fest is getting out, which we want to help them. There's no financial uh, back and forth here. We just want to help them out because it's a great Jeep event, and we're so happy to be part of it. Oh, and uh, I think it's safe to say uh, this, Chris. You should look for a rather large red with a Jeep Talk Show logo flag. And yeah. uh, I don't think it's going to be on a flagpole. It'll probably be on the wall someplace, perhaps in the bathroom. Just try not to pee on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think about this. Uh, uh, maybe for next year, uh, it, it, we could get people to autograph the flag. Uh, that would be a, a lot of fun. Or maybe even put stickers on there. It'd be. Yeah. I could see some people putting uh, 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 other uh, like Toyota uh, <laughs> podcasts or Toyota stickers and stuff on it. And, and we don't mind. It's all, all fun and games. We love uh, uh, the self-deprecation and uh, we don't mind. The, there's more things than Jeep in the world. I know it's hard to believe, but that's true. All right, let's get to the interview, Chris. Uh, it's right. uh, it's going to be a great interview with uh, Andy uh, of uh, uh, GlueTread.com. From around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Hi, ho there, listeners. Uh, it's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview, and we're going to be talking with Andy. Andy started Glue Tread with his dad, Dave Abel, in 2018. Since that time, they've built a product line focused on repairing sidewalls for off-road vehicles of all kinds. Andy grew up around ATVs and still rides quite a bit with his dad. In his spare time, Andy spends time hunting, biking, off-roading, and w- wandering around. I was going to say wandering. Wandering around the mountains of Montana. Although he has uh, never owned a Jeep, Andy has owned several Toyota Tacomas and uh, ha- uh, and has always enjoyed pushing the limits of motorized travel. You can find out more about Glue Tread at www.gluetread.com. Andy, thank you uh, for being with us tonight. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me. So, uh, as I told you before we started recording this, I didn't know anything about this, uh, about Glue Tread, but apparently it's kind of a big deal. Uh, you guys can uh, actually, uh, you found a way where you can repair uh, tires even with sidewall damage. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. We, uh, we started in uh, 2018, like you had mentioned before. Um, my dad actually put a hole in the sidewall of a brand new ATV tire, and that's kind of what what prompted the evolution here. And then we've just kind of been um, trying to perfect the the process and make it easy for everyone to do and, you know, really make it a, a, a product that you can use when you're on the trail and, you know, fix your sidewall and get back to wherever you need to be. So is this a repair that you would say is just a trail repair uh, or is something that you could uh, put on a, a tire and now you can drive it a hundred miles an hour, you know, 6,000 miles down the road? Yeah, totally. Um, so we get that question a lot. The first, the short answer to that is there's no, it's not approved for on-road use, right? So the Department of Transportation does not allow sidewall repair of any kind. So that's the the first answer. Um, as far as temporary versus permanent goes, um, it's something where we really, we promote the product as a temporary patch. Um, with that said, we have users that have put several hundred miles on a single patch, um, a lot of it depends on like the severity of the damage, right? If you have um, an elongated gash, you know, if it's three, four plus inches long, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of structural damage to that tire and we suggest, you know, using it to get back to a safe place. 
Um, but like I said, we have we have users that have had you know more minor damage, maybe an, an inch long gas or something like that, and they have run you know several hundred miles on uh, on their on the sidewall patch. So, so yeah, I was thinking that would be a big liability concern about uh, driving it at uh, you know seventy seventy five miles an hour and, and for a long distance on the highway. Um, yeah, but uh, so I, I see how you guys uh, how you guys took care of that. So let me ask you this: Now I've heard of sidewall repairs where somebody takes you know seventy five tire plugs and plugs them all in the side and glues the hell out of it and says it's right. good, and then they, and they get it off the trail. How does how is yours different from that? Yeah, totally. I mean, the biggest thing with those plugs, you know, as I'm sure you're familiar. As you put it, each time you put in another plug, if you have a tear in your sidewall, that tear will just get longer, right? So while you might end up with 75 plugs, when you start, you're going to start with like three, right? And you'll put it in and that tear will just continue to elongate. Um, what our patch does is actually we, we, provide, um, we provide a piece of rubber um, that's flat and then actually is applied on top of the patch. So instead of like uh, uh, fixing, the, fixing the tire by putting anything into it, you glue it back together like almost like you would um like if there's a cut you, you just like a wound glue the, yeah like a wound exactly which is like what you know super glue is originally made for and this is a cyanacrylate so kind of similar to that put that back together and then glue a patch over top of it and it'll hold so the idea is that it doesn't continue to like make the damage on the tire worse it just uh it, you can just patch it and then you know be on your way so, uh, is this something that you would need to make sure you aired the tire back up to like to its its full, um, not aired down? I guess is what I'm getting getting at. Is it is it something that you want the the tear to be nice and um, flat or as flat as it can be, or does it matter? Yeah. So you know, if if you have something where like there's still air coming out of the uh, of the damaged portion of the tire, you definitely want to make sure the tire is like fully uninflated or you know all the way flat before you apply the patch. Um, and then after the patch is applied, you can obviously reinflate the tire. Um, you know, we, we, we recommend not going over 40 PSI, but I know like a lot of stuff that you're doing, especially if you're doing any kind of crawling or, um, off-road travel, you're going to be way below that anyway. Right. Um, so really shouldn't be a problem. So, so on the trail repair and air down, continuing over the rocks and everything else is perfectly fine. Is, is, is kind, yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, totally. So whenever you're doing, and I'm sure the instructions uh, say this, but I'm sure people are curious. So whenever you're doing the repair, is this something you need to get the, the tire uh, and wheel off the vehicle or just get the wheel uh, and tire up off the ground or it didn't matter? Yeah, great question. So um, so the the whole thing with this was we didn't want to have to go with the, the, the like remounting process on the trail, right? So this is a, this is, these are all patches that can be done externally without removing the wheel from the vehicle or the tire from the rim. Um, you know, so you can do the whole thing right there on the trail. It's, you know, it sometimes makes it easier um, if you have the tire, you know, up off the ground a little bit, but it doesn't have to be if you don't have a jack with you, that's okay. Um, but yeah, you don't, there's no need to remove the wheel from the vehicle itself. All right. So uh, all of your uh, kits have to do with uh, repairing the outside of the tire. None of them are for the inside. Is this correct? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, we, and like I said, we, we had designed the kits to be used on the exterior of the tire. Um, we do have some people that will patch, you know, they'll put the exterior patch on, get home and then dismount the tire and then patch from the inside as well. Um, so you can use them on the inside as well. But the thing with the inside of the tires, a lot of these tire manufacturers have different chemicals they use to finish the rubber. And occasionally that can 
um, react with the adhesive that we use, not in any kind of hazardous way, but in a way where it doesn't bond correctly. So if you are going to do some kind of um, internal tire repair, it's important to like really sand down the tire and make sure um, that you have like a fresh surface there so that the um, the adhesive can bond with the rubber as opposed to coming in contact with a, some kind of chemical on the inside of the tire. So I see uh, several products here. Um, what all are you selling on your site? I mean, like uh, I see bags of something that uh, uh, sidewall repair kit. Uh, what is this other one? Uh, yeah, the, another sidewall repair kit. Uh, another one, all in the one, all in one kit. What what are all these different things? Are they all this the same thing? Would yeah, uh, package totally. differently or? Yeah. So essentially, the all of our kits come with the same adhesive and the same rubber formula. Um, we do have different sizes of rubber based on the kind of application that you're going to use. You know, I think honestly, the kit that's probably best for, uh, for the Jeep talk show folks is this, uh, four by four kit on our website. Um, in that kit, you get, um, you get two different sizes of rubber. You get one, you get two patches that are four by four and a half inches, two patches that are one and a half by three inches. Um, all of our kits also come with a lot of sandpaper, um, like I'd mentioned before, the same way that you would sand the inside of the tire, you actually you really want to make sure you sand the outside of the tire and get all the dirt and crud off of there. Make sure you have a smooth surface before you apply the patch. So that kit comes with that. Um, the 4x4 kit also comes with um, four tubes of adhesive. Um, this is like way more adhesive than you would ever use for this amount of, <laughs> this, this amount of rubber. Um, that's actually one thing that we run into frequently is people use too much adhesive and then it it actually negatively impacts the quality of the patch. Well, it's scary, um, man. You gotta put you gotta put too much on there just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's like one of those few times where like less is be- less is better or yeah. is not better. You yeah. know. So, and then it also comes with with the uh, the accelerator spray. So, just inherently, you know, if anyone's worked done any kind of woodwork or anything like that, they're probably familiar with this accelerator. Um, it's a chemical that that cures the cyanacrylate, which is kind of like a super glue base. Um, which is what our rubber is, or excuse me, our adhesive is. So this this accelerator just cures the adhesive immediately and kind of reduces that wait time. So all of those things are included in that 4x4 kit, um, and uh, there's a lot of information about that on our website. So so just, so when people freak out looking at your, your site at uh, glutred.com and they see these little um, uh, emergency uh, inf- inflation kits, those are not yeah. for Jeep tires or Toyota tires or full size uh, full size tires. <laughs> totally, yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> significant amount of time to get a, a Jeep tire inflated with one of those. Yeah, those are, um, you know, <laughs> they're they're ideal for four wheelers, even some side by sides. Like you can blow up some like you know thirty inch side by side, thirty two or side by side tires or whatever with those sixteen gram cartridges. But yeah, you're not going to be blowing up you know a forty inch Jeep tire with that. It's going to take some time. So. <laughs> Get the bicycle pump out. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, so uh, now I'm I'm looking for the four by four kit. Uh, what what does that look like? I'm uh, I'm having a trouble finding. I mean, I see sidewall repair kit uh, or sidewall repair yeah. kit. Sidewall. Uh, I'm not seeing the the four by four. Yeah. So if you're on our store page, uh-huh. um, if you're on a desktop, it's um, on the top right there. Um, it has actually has a picture of a Jeep on the front of the oh, kit. Oh, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's the one you want, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a red Jeep, so, which is a, another a, a big yeah. plus. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And yeah. it clearly says off-road use only. So now, uh, yeah. uh, th- maybe a dumb question. This is a sidewall repair kit. 
that means you guys don't have things for uh, stuff that got poked uh, poked holes through the tread area. You're, this is only yeah, for the question. sidewall. Right. So you can use, I mean, you could use these for like, like if you have like a paddle tire, if you're running around on the dunes or something, um, you can use it kind of in the treaded area. The thing is, you know, these patches are pretty wide. Right. So like if you're, if you're using just like a typical like on-road tire or, you know, something that you're crawling with or maybe using in the mud. Yeah. Honestly, like plugs work really well. If you just get like, you know, just a pretty typical puncture, so you catch a nail or a stick or a screw or something in the treaded area of the tire, the plugs work well. We didn't feel like we needed to reinvent the wheel there. We really just wanted to focus on on the sidewall of the tire. Sure. No, I just want to make sure that people understand that it, you know the, the the standard tire plug kit that you have, or that maybe you're going to you promise yourself you're going to purchase. You need that, and you get this as so when you have when you have sidewall damage, you can uh, continue the fun of your day, or uh, maybe get you back to uh, to, to camp and uh, put another totally. tire on and something so you can go home because you don't want to be driving home on this. Uh, because it's not legal. So basically, when you said the Department uh, of Transpor- Transportation doesn't allow this, that basically needs needs if you patch the outside, you need to turn it to the inside so they don't see it. <laughs> right? I, I, I mean, yeah. That, but, um, <laughs> but, but you know, you, you are, can't yeah. agree with that. I understand. It's just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um. So this is really cool. Now. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you don't have a Jeep, so what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, if you if you got a Toyota, <laughs> you you gotta know. know that having a Jeep would be that much better. I know. I've you know, like I like I said, or I filled out in the in the the survey beforehand. I've, I've owned several Toyota Tacomas, um, but yes, I have. I've actually never owned a Jeep. I've I have I have friends that run Jeeps, and gosh, they're a heck of a lot of fun. Um, and uh, but yeah, I've I've never actually never actually had one myself. Now the folks that uh, that, do, that do have side by sides, is this? Uh, I would assume that it's those are a little easier to take care of, but since the tires are uh, a little smaller, or does that make a difference? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it's really more dependent, I guess, on the size of the damage than the size of the tire. Um, you know, it's the 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 side by side kits are very similar to the four by four kits on our website. The biggest difference is just we we provide different sizes of of patch. But even, you know, even within the 4x4 kit, like, this rubber is something you can cut it, you know, with a pair of scissors or a pocket knife or, you know, whatever you have. You have to cut it so it fits around a lug or something like that on the tread area of the tire. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's whether side-by-side or a Jeep or any kind of 4x4 for that matter. You know, the rubber itself is easy to work with and it's something that you can do, you know, while you're on the trail. I know if, like, if you're in the shop or it's something you're doing back at your house, we, have, we do have guys that'll kind of taper the edges. Um, if they're going to leave the, the patch on there a long time so you don't have just kind of like a, a right angle patch on there, uh, mm-hmm. kind of grind it out of 45, or you can even do that with a razor blade. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just like I said, more, more dependent, I guess, on the damage than the actual size of the tire itself. Okay. So uh, yeah. th- th- my next question, which I think you just answered, is do you, what is your recommendation for cutting these patches? Would it be a nice, good uh, a, a pair of like industrial scissors or uh, you mentioned razor blade? What's the, what's the best thing that you, that you think that people should have? Yeah, totally. I mean, if you're going to cut it, honestly, the rubber itself is fairly easy to cut with, like, with a pair of scissors. I mean, um, we, in, our, in our deluxe kit, which you know, like we talked about before, probably not ideal for a jeep since you know you're you're looking at there's a lot of co2 in there and stuff that's not really going to do you any good um but but we do include a razor blade in there um and the razor blade cuts it just fine as well 
Um, and then as far as tapering the edges, you can, you can do that with the razor blade. You can also do it with any kind of, you know, if you have a, uh, any kind of grinder, you can do it, you can do it with that as well. Very cool. Well, this is really nice. So, uh, the, basically, if you have a dedicated off-road rig, whether it be ATV, uh, I, I would assume motorcycle, you know, anything with a rubber tire, uh, and and, all, and you're just towing it out uh, to to go uh, to take it wheeling, go it off-road, you could put this patch on there, and you'll be fine because it's not you're not going to be uh, uh, you're not going to be risking your life at you know seventy miles an hour, eighty miles an hour going on the road, and this this potentially failing. It doesn't sound like totally. it doesn't sound like it would, but why risk it? Right. Well, and that's you know that's I guess another really good point. You know, if if you do if if there is a failure within the patch, you know, which it's it's actually incredible how infrequently we see that. You know, just watching how how <laughs> how hard people run run their vehicles, obviously. But um, it's it's not like the whole patch is going to blow off the side of the tire. Right. Really, what what you'll see is you'll see like a slow leak. If you're if you're running somewhere and just an edge catches and and it pulls the patch off just slightly, you'll get a slow leak. It's not like the whole tire is going to blow off or the patch is going to blow off the side. Um, so, but and you know even at that, it's kind of interesting when you know we we've done a lot of testing around you know around I guess the force that it takes to get the patch off of the tire and. Um, there's some, there's some videos online of this, but when, once you put it on the tire and then you pull it off, the adhesive actually bonds to the tire in such a way that the rubber is removed from the tire. The adhesive is not the weak point in the bond. Actually, the, it's, it's the, um, the rubber itself is, is the weak point, right? Wow. So if you put a patch on and rip it off, the rubber will actually stay attached to either the patch or the tire. That, that, um, yeah, the that, adhesive itself won't give out. That was my fear of every Band-Aid be, being pulled off of me when I was five years old. Is <laughs> yeah. The skin was coming with that Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure felt like it, didn't it? <laughs> well, that's really cool. It sounds like you got a really nice product here. So um, what kind of, uh, what kind of I, I started to say horror stories, but this wouldn't be horror stories. What kind of uh, off-road stories have you heard about using your patch? Any, uh, any ones that are real interesting come to mind? Yeah, I think I think my favorite one. So you know, as I as I said in the beginning, I started this company with my dad. Um, it was really something that was like his idea originally. He and I had always wanted to start um, start something together and work together mm -hmm. um, on a project like this. He had the initial sidewall damage, so um, and then we just kind of built it from there. But we were actually out on Father's Day at a place that we ride um, up in Northeast Ohio, and um, he and I were out riding four wheelers together. And we come across a guy who has a tire, he's riding his four-wheeler and holding a tire and, you know, driving on the trail. And we kind of like, he pulls over and we talk to him like, what's going on? And he's like, I just got a flat um, and I, I had some sidewall damage. Um, we're like, well, maybe we can help you fix it. And we're like, he's like, yeah, perfect. So we drive up the hill, we follow him up there. And he had actually removed the tire from the vehicle, which he didn't need to do. Um, but we get up there and he's like, yeah, we just got this kit. Have you ever seen these? And he pulls out one of our, one of our sidewall repair kits on the trail. And we're like, yes, we're very familiar with those. We actually started that company. <laughs> and, uh, and we were able to do the repair right there for him. And we actually ran into him a couple other times throughout the day. And, you know, as we were passing each other, he gave us the thumbs up as he was still riding around the trails, you know, enjoying the rest of his Father's Day weekend. I would have looked um, at him really so. seriously and said, is it still on there? Did it come, did it fall off? <laughs> <laughs> just, to freak, just to freak him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it was, it was great. I mean, that was that was really cool to be able to, you know, 
see that and be in person with my dad and help that guy fix it with the product you know they had found totally you know organically without us there in the first place so oh, that's a great cool. feeling too it's like you know i, I asked somebody have you have you i'm with uh, tony with the jeep doc show and they, they, they don't go oh i've never heard of that they actually say oh I, i've heard that show before or i've heard something yeah. about that it's this it's it it's this this makes you feel great. So I, I quickly did a, a search uh, on uh, the Google, as they say, for tire yeah. sidewall repair kit. And you know what came yeah. up at the top of the list, right? Tell me something good. <laughs> <laughs> it says, <laughs> da, 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 glue tread, sidewall seal <laughs> kit, glue tread. And uh, several, several nice little images there at the very top uh, with the ads. So uh, actually it says here on Amazon, uh, glue tread sidewall, uh, Amazon twenty four ninety five. Now I don't know which one that is, but uh, yeah. obviously that means you guys have these kits uh, on the site GlueTread.com, yep. and on Amazon. Uh, where else are Where else are they sold? Yeah, so um, like you said, Amazon and on our website. Um, we also we do distribution through Western uh, Western Power Sports and um, and Tucker. Um, so you can get these stores in several like ATV dealers across the country. Um, and if they're not in, you know, a local dealer or something like that, you can ask and, and then they'll be able to contact a, like a Western Power Sports or Tucker, um, um, I guess, representative to get that product into the store. Um, so it is available there. We're also newly available in New Zealand and Australia. Oh, cool. um, We're working with uh, White's Power Sports over there and they've just been just awesome to work with. Um, so if you're doing any wheeling in New Zealand or Australia, um, you know, yeah, feel free to ask around there and they'll, they'll be available both via e-commerce and retail locations there as well. So what you're saying is this patch kit will work down under. That's, yep, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't know if you've run across <laughs> any of those uh, Australians, especially the New Zealands, but those guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, I love them. Yeah, I, I, did, I did a fair bit of traveling after I, uh, after I finished up school, and, uh, man, I, I just always loved running into anyone from New Zealand, Australia, they're just, they're a heck of a good time. I got a long time online friend. Uh, we actually, uh, I have a, a Jeep Cherokee uh, and uh, ran a, a Jeep Cherokee forum. It's still in existence, but you know, forums have kind of gone by the wayside. And uh, yeah. Wayne down in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, I had several conversations online and did a couple of interviews with him uh, back whenever they had the big uh, earthquake over there. And uh, I come to the conclusion that they sound funny. But he's basically like everybody uh, uh, there in New Zealand is like they're from East Texas. It's just a bunch of people from East Texas <laughs> with, with a different accent because <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. Totally. <laughs> and I'm a Texan, so uh, I can say that. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, this totally. is really cool. So this is a really, a really, um, I don't want to say lifesaver, but if, if, if Jeep, if going off road is life, then this is kind of a lifesaver because, uh, depending on, uh, I guess it's possible you could have did sidewall on, on two tires. It really could ruin your day uh, out there having totally. fun. Totally. Yeah. And you know, especially if you're in, I know, you know, obviously, um, generally carry in a tire when you're on a jeep of any kind but you know a lot of guys on four wheelers side by side you know things like that don't don't have you know a spare tire with them or if you if you have any trouble with your spare tire you know you just you just never know and it's something that you know even even if you don't want to go all out and get the big kit you know our, our external patch kit is about the size of a deck of cards you know and you can throw that in a glove box and then you just have it you know and it's um you know it's just something that you know my dad and I and our family, we spend a lot of time, you know, in this outdoor recreation space. And it's like, we just want to be safe while we're out there and we want to have the tools that we need to get back home. Sure. Um, so we just want to provide that, you know, 
as many people as we can. And that's a, that's a good question. Is How long is the life of this? Because I can imagine somebody going, well, I need to have one of these. I'm going to keep it in the, the Jeep. Uh, how long can it sit out there and st- still be viable? I, I would think years. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it is it is dependent on if you're in a humid or dry climate. Um, as far as, like, temperature-wise, it does really, really well in all, like, functional temperatures, right? Between, like, negative 20 up to, like, 120 degrees. It's, like, it's fine storage in that kind of space. Storing it in the cooler in cooler temperatures is generally better. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean... With, with so many variables, at least two or three years for the adhesive. And we also, um, we also sell just adhesive on our website. Um, and, you know, so we can always, if it's something that you want to replenish occasionally or whatever, or if you ever have any problem with it, like, we'll just send you free stuff. Like, we, we really want to take care of the people we're with. If you buy a kit and have any problem at all, for whatever reason, you know, no matter where you buy it, we stand behind it. So just give us a call and we'll, we'll get you hooked up. But yeah, yeah, you know, two, three years and no problem. I think I've got stuff that I have stuff from our very first batch that we got in 2018 and what it's 2022 now. And that stuff still works fine. All right. Well, so. good. So this is real easy then. Cause you, you, you get it in case you need it. Hopefully you don't need it. Uh, it's going to last for a while. So it's not like something you're just throwing money away that you bought something you didn't need. Uh, and there's right. always steps that you could, uh, I mean, you know, if you got some Tupperware, steal it from the wife and you could uh, store this in there out of the humidity. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and, uh, oh, um, let's see, I was going to ask you about the, uh, well, I guess the humidity side of things, it's really just like the sandpaper might be a problem if it was, if it got too humid or wet. Uh, but I would imagine that the, the glue and the rubber is probably going to be good for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that rubber, that rubber will be a long, around probably longer than we are, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I haven't, you know, I per- haven't personally had any problems with the sandpaper either. Um, you know, we, we just do the best we can to just buy the, the highest quality um, ingredients for these kits. I mean, that's really important to us. We don't want to be selling cheap stuff or anything like that. Like we do as much of this in the U S as we can really. The only thing that we get internationally is, uh, is the chuck for the CO2 cartridges and the CO2 themselves, just cause you literally can't get them in the U S right. but yeah, it's just really important for us to try to keep things. Oh, you, know, you, you mentioned, uh, and all that. yeah, you mentioned temperature differences. Is there a, uh, a low and a high as far as, uh, I actually, I would think it couldn't be too, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be too hot to put this patch on cause that probably is a good thing, but is there a, t- a temperature range that you should be applying this patch? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I can, I can, I should know this off the top of my head and I don't, I know that with, within all, within any condition that you're going to be riding, right, it's not going to be a problem. And I can get back to you with the exact specs on the um and he said maybe you can we can leave it in the notes it'll also be on our website um but within any you know anything you know negative 20 to 120 degrees, i was gonna you're say gonna so fine I, applying it. I, I would just think that maybe when it's really cold out that that could be a a hard time to get the rubber pliable and maybe the patch pliable uh that was really right. my only concern i would think hot wouldn't wouldn't be an issue because it's just going right. to make it easier to put on there well, that's that's yeah. really cool. That and, and I think that uh, I mean it doesn't sound like there's any negatives to this. Looking at the four by four kit at GlueTread.com, there's a, a price of fifty nine ninety five on it. And like uh, like Andy was saying, they got four tubes of glue, several uh, uh, different size patches, rubber patches, and uh, several little uh, bits of sandpaper. Uh, oh, and you have uh, what would you call that stuff? The spray stuff? Uh, a yeah, accelerator? accelerator. Yeah. So it's all in one kit. It won't take you very much to uh, have this uh, along with you, and uh, you get, have, throw a couple of safety razor blades in there or a sharp knife to to cut it and shape it. 
uh, to uh, to cover up the uh, the sidewall damage. And, and of course, totally. it's not just for Jeeps or uh, Toyotas. Uh, if you if you do side by sides, and and I think I did see a motorcycle image on there too. So this is fine for motorcycles as well. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of dirt bikes have spoke tires. So you know, obviously, anything with spokes will have a tube. So you know, it is specifically for tubeless tires. Right. Um, there are some guys that are starting to run tubeless on those, um, and then also some like enduro style bikes um, run tubeless tires. Um, so. But yeah, any anything that's tubeless, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. Good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, be, I mean, you can still patch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, well, well hurts your feelings. Another great point <laughs> for for agricultural use. Like we have guys that get you know like pretty severe damage in like a large tractor tire, and then they'll put a tube in it, but then the tube bulges out of this spot where the damage is. Right. So so then they can use one of these patches to then patch the tire, so the tube's not bulging out of the tire. So even with a tube tire, you can still it'll still help with you know structural support on the sidewall. A tractor tire, a tractor tire hernia, I think is what they call that. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's so exactly right. Uh, so I believe you got a little something here for our Jeep Talk Show listeners, don't you? Yeah. So we would love to give away the Jeep Talk Show package. Um, in the package, we want to include a four x four sidewall repair kit, a glue tread hat, and a glue tread T-shirt. Um, and on top of that, we really want to just offer all the Jeep Talk Show listeners uh, 10% off on our website. So um, if they want to make a purchase on our website, they can go in and then use code JTS10 uh, for 10% off um, whatever they whatever they decide they want for their rig. Yeah, and now guys, this isn't going to work on Amazon. You're going to need to go to glutread.com if you want to use this 10% discount, JTS10. Now, I, I got to ask this because I know people are going to be concerned. On the Glutread t-shirt and hat, once they put those on, they'll be able to take them off, correct? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, <laughs> there will be no adhesive inside either of those pieces of apparel. But yeah, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't that have been great for April Fool's Day? I mean, you know, <laughs> just the media coverage alone would have, uh, you know, the million-dollar idea. Next year, you can glue some people, glue these things to some people. All right, now, Andy, uh, no, don't do that. I don't want to get sued. Uh, and I'm sure you don't, sure you don't either. Uh, but... Uh, you know, what we do here is we uh, let people call into our voicemail line to, to win these great giveaways that uh, companies like uh, Glutred have done for us. Now, we need to need you to pick a caller. So the people will call in through our voicemail line, and they'll need to be a certain number caller. What number would you like to pick? I think since we're giving away a 4 by 4 kit, I think number 4 all right. Uh, I was afraid you were going to 16. I have a little multiplication in there. So <laughs> caller, too much math for me. Yeah. <laughs> caller number four, and we have to make them work a little bit. We can't just have them call a number. they got to say something, too. So uh, we need a, a phrase that pays, something that the the caller must say exactly. Caller number four has to say this exactly. What what phrase would you like for them to say? Keep it clean. I think, yeah, I'm thinking Blue Tread makes sidewall repair possible. Glue tread makes sidewall repair possible. That certainly makes sense. Uh, so all you have to do is be caller number four, say glue tread makes sidewall repair possible, and you can win this giveaway, uh, which is a glue tread t-shirt, hat, and 4x4 sidewall repair kit, uh, or as Andy called it, the Jeep Talk Show package. That's that's really cool. Love it. And then for everybody else, because everybody's a winner, you can use JTS10 for a 10% discount on uh, straight over there at the glutread.com website. Yes, sir. That sounds great. 
You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. All right, Andy, you know how the kids love the social media these days. They just can't get enough of it. So that, that you, Glutrans has to be there on the social media, right? Yeah, totally. So you can just, our, you know, our, our Instagram handle is just, uh, at Glutred, uh, G L U E T R E A D all one word. Um, we're also on Facebook and YouTube as well. Um, under the, just the same names, everything's just Glutred across the board. Um, so we'll be posting content there and then also updates on product releases and, um, discounts and things like that. Really, really cool. Well, the Jeep Talk Show is uh, following you guys on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, and all you guys should uh, go over there and uh, follow them on their social media as well. Glutread.com. Check it out. Now you can repair your sidewall, and uh, you can thank uh, the Jeep Talk Show for letting you know. (laughs) Andy, Andy, thanks so much for being with us tonight, and uh, we'll have to have you on again in the future. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Tony. I hope you have a good one. Hey, thanks again to Andy of Glutred.com for talking about Glutred.com and their sidewall repair kits. Chris, would you, would do you think you're now that you know about the the sidewall repair? Do you think you might get one of these kits to go in your Jeep? I mean, I don't think sidewall damage happens that often, but when it does, it certainly could keep you from being able to get back to uh, you know getting off the trail, getting back to camp, or even getting home. No, absolutely. I did get some sidewall damage a few years ago, and it would have been helpful. I mean, I had a spare, obviously. But a product like Glutrad would have, I would have been able to drive the three and a half hours home with a spare, as opposed to just having four up. And and uh, what and that sidewall damage route ended my day on the trail, and it's what it is. But uh, had I had something like Glutrad, I might have carried on with the trail, knowing I I had a had something that I could get me home if needed. It sounds like a great thing just to have, just in case. Uh, and and that's those. It's like having a a, a a medic kit. It's it's a great thing to happen. I have just in case when things go wrong. Yes. Hopefully you'll never need it, but if you if you need it, it's better to have it. And they're not, not and they're not overly expensive. And and I've made the joke a few times. You, I think everybody should have a tire uh, plug kit. And uh, you can repair sidewall damage, but boy, you got to use every piece of rubber that came with that kit, usually. Uh, it always depends on the sidewall repair. And we do not recommend that you drive uh, with a, a tire that has sidewall damage, uh, but uh, what you do on your own time and... It's you know it's your personal responsibility, but this certainly would be able to get you from uh, off the trail uh, back to camp, and then uh, uh, maybe change the tire, or uh, it, it just gives you better things to do. But you know, if you drive home with it, well, you heard, you heard on the interview, there's some people that have been driving a long time with the the sidewall repair. <laughs> do you have an idea for a guest? Do you work in the off road industry or know someone who does? Or maybe you would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show. Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact now and share your idea for our next great guest. Oh, and I did want to give a, a shout out to DJ's Off-Road Adventure. Uh, and uh, this is a, a children's book about off-roading. Uh, DJ face, Faces His Fear is one of the, uh, the, the the two books, maybe even three that have come out by now uh, by David McBee. Uh, David McBee has been a past guest on the show. And uh, he actually was responsible for that uh, very nicely uh, stitched, uh, embroidered uh, uh, Jeep Talk Show logo that was uh, it's on your hat and your shirt, Chris. 
Yes. That's awesome. Beautifully done. It, it was completely out of the blue. Uh, uh, David just, I mean, he didn't even tell me. It just showed up. I got a hundred of those uh, of those embroidered uh, uh, patches, and I've been wanting to do something like that because uh, I didn't have to send anything out to Chris already done. All I had to do was send him uh, some patches, and uh, uh, then he could put that on a hat and a shirt, and it made everything just a lot slicker. Uh, to do now, you had a you had a bit of a run in with the first patch because you put it on the wrong side of the shirt, right? I did, I did. I was was <laughs> just wanting to make sure it was spaced correctly, laid out a shirt against it, and put it on the right side when it really should be on the left side. We've since repaired that, but uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of looked right in Instagram photos, but it just didn't look right in person. <laughs> there you go. That's what. And now we need actually we need to get some made up that are backwards so they would yes. look up perfectly in a uh, when you're doing selfies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. But anyway, a big shout out uh, to David McBee. Uh, we don't give him enough uh, uh, enough shout outs for those things, but this absolutely beautiful embroidered uh, uh, logos, and they're huge. Actually, if you've ever gotten a Jeep Talk Show sticker, which Chris is going to be handing out at the Toledo Jeep Fest, uh, they're about three inches by three inches. So are those embroidered logos. I mean, actually, I think they're a little bigger than that. So these things are huge. I mean, it takes up a good space on the hat. You really can't miss it, can you? Not at all. Not at all. Very, very well done. <laughs> Thank you very much for, uh, for actually uh, for all the interviews that you've gotten us. And uh, if, when you have an opportunity, go over to sevenslats.com. This is uh, Chris's blog. He has uh, a lot of great information about Jeeps and uh, some uh, – well, tell us about the blog. I, I don't need to, to, to try to uh, figure out what it is on there. we got the guy that does it. Yeah, just my you know my Jeep journey, if you will. I mean, everybody seems like a lot of people have a blog, but I've got my 2014 JK, so I've just share my uh, trials, tribulations, and repairs. Uh, some you may find helpful. I've got a uh, 2014 JK six speed. A uh, couple idiosyncrasies about uh, the manual Jeeps, which are fewer and farther between these days, unfortunately. But uh, and just just my you know wheeling trips here and there, in and around Michigan, and. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, mid, upper Midwest area. Very cool. Hey, coming up next week, episode 661, Don Morrison of DirtyAcres.com. You know, Dirty Acres is probably best known for their grill inserts. You know, those those fancy little things. Maybe it's the American flag. Maybe it's a Texas flag. Maybe it's a flag from a, another state that isn't as important as Texas. Uh, but uh, and, and they actually do crust custom grill inserts as well. So uh, go to DirtyAcres.com and check it out before listening to the interview next week. And certainly you need to do it while you're listening to the interview. Uh, next week and it's every thursday we have a uh, uh, an interview and that's why we call thursdays our interview episode now uh, dirty acres doesn't just have grill inserts they also have spare tire covers and dirty acres branded merchandise hats t-shirts coffee cups and more oh and by the way and this is an important by the way they are also one of the uh, sponsors uh, for the giveaways so they are doing regular giveaways to you, the listener. So you may have a chance of getting uh, a, a grill insert uh, from Dirty Acres coming up soon on, on one of their next giveaways here with the Jeep Talk Show. It's very easy to sign up for a newsletter, and it'll be even easier to lead a Jeep Fest because I'll have a special QR code <laughs> to come by and scan. So you, But if you can't wait until then, or if uh, you don't get to Toledo Jeep Fest, just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you'll find a link to click and sign up. And don't worry. It's just as easy to unsubscribe. Don't know why you would, but it's just as easy to unsubscribe 
as it is to subscribe. I think people, uh, maybe if they're old enough, they remember uh, signing up for AOL and how God awful it was to try to cancel that subscription. So I think it's important that people know that they can unsubscribe from the newsletter very easy. Uh, like yeah, you say, not, not that they initially would, but sometimes you don't want to get involved in something that is going to be just a, a horrific pain, uh, a bother. And also, too, when you want it to stop, you can't make them stop. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and, and we're doing one newsletter a week. So uh, it's it's not going to be, uh, I mean, one one time, one email a week. I don't think that's spam at all. I mean, unless you think it is, then don't subscribe. But if it is too much, you subscribe, you get some use out of it, and it's not too much for you. Uh, great. If it is, you can always unsubscribe. So, Chris, we've covered a lot of stuff, mainly about the Toledo Jeep Fest today. Uh, was there anything more that you uh, you wanted to throw in there before we wrap this thing up? No, no. Just uh, again, look forward to looking forward to, to getting out and about to Toledo Jeep Fest this weekend, and would love to interact with uh, any and all listeners that uh, come out and just check out a great uh, a great Jeep event, a great little city, Toledo, Toledo, Ohio, the uh, South Detroit, as it's sometimes called, but. Uh, that's a great, uh, great town, and come out and see see where your Jeep came from. Whether you have a a new JL or JT or or a CJ or an XJ. Oh, you know, I think they're getting pictures taken in front of the the big Jeep three uh, D Jeep sign at the uh, Toledo plant. Are you planning on uh, being a part of that? Maybe getting your Jeep uh, photographed in front of it. I don't think I'm going to be able to make that. That is uh, that is an option for Friday evening, and oh. it's a small donation for charity. There's a sign-up. I, I know go to ToledoJeepFest.com or look them up on Facebook. But, yeah, the I, I have snuck my Jeep up to the fence and got a decent picture. But, <laughs> yeah, it's a great a great opportunity to support a great char- charity uh, to go, and you can actually pull right up next to the sign, and we'll take a, a semi-professional photo of your jeep for you so anybody that's in and around the toledo area on friday the 12th that's something i definitely look look up and, and get down there to do yeah yeah oh and, uh, and i can't believe i didn't uh, have this in the show notes you please 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 use hashtag jeep talk show and hashtag giveaways on uh any and all posts but especially so uh those ones that you're taking at the, the toledo jeep fest and if possible we'd love to get a picture of uh, the, the the jeep talk show flag at the toledo jeep fest with you in it I know, I know. You got a face for radio. I completely understand. I don't like taking pictures of myself either, but we'd love to be able to see our listeners. Well, that's all for the Jeep Talk Show uh, for now, uh, Jeeper. Until our next show, uh, be sure to follow us on the TikTok. Or is it TikTok or TikTok? I think it's TikTok. And <laughs> as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Podcasting since 2010. 